0: Welcome to Her Boldness. Her Boldness is a movement dedicated to empower, encourage, and uplift women to live in their boldness. Are you ready to join in on the conversation? Hello. We are back. Back again. Back in action. Double A conversation, baby. (laughs) Gonna be the that's going to be song. stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're back with episode three. Can you believe that? It's only been a week. <laughs> I feel like so much has happened this week. Yeah. Ooh, we've done a lot in a week. Claps up to us. Yes. We're being consistent. Yes. That's, that's like lovely because I always have trouble with that. Oh my gosh. It's because of you. No, it's not. It is because of you. You are keeping me rolling. We're keeping each other rolling. Rolling. (laughs) Holding each other accountable. Hold it down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. All right. So should we go right into the topic? Yeah, let's let them know what the topic is. We've been having them waiting all week. Yo, we have been scared for this conversation It's a tough one, y'all. It's a tough one. (laughs) So, today we're going to be talking about parenting and... Parenting. slash upbringing. Let's start off with our first question. (laughs) Um, You know, how is your relationship with your parents? Mm. How were you raised? You want to go first? You want me to go first? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Um, I could go first. So, um, I grew up with my mom, majority. I uh, went over to my dad's house on the weekends, uh, but I kind of stopped going there uh, as I got older. And my mom was a single mom. She raised me. She raised me very well. Um, I've always had a close relationship to her. Although we have our issues, um, we've always been very close. She's always been somebody who I look up to for how strong they are um, and all the things that she's been through. And uh, just that she was still able to stay strong and raise me and, you know, even when times were struggling with money or things like that, she still made a way. Um, But... I was raised very family-oriented. Uh, my family's very close. Uh, we spend holidays together. We take family trips together. Um, I would say, yeah. I was the only child for 15 years and then had a little brother. Mm. Uh, <laughs> he's so cute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's seven now, so our family has definitely, like, the dynamic has definitely changed. Uh, my mom has also gotten remarried, so she found her happiness. Um, but yeah, that's how I would explain my dynamic mm-hmm. of oh, upbringing. Oh, I was also I also went over my nana's house a lot, so she is also somebody else who I'd say has like their morals and values have also gone into me because she is somebody else who has raised me. Um, yeah. So, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. All right. So, I grew up with um i grew up in a nigerian household um ebo yeah uh i had two parents and four siblings three siblings sorry i'm adding myself in there (laughs) three siblings um me and my siblings have always been very very close uh definitely because we're like kind of close in age um so i've Always, ha- I never had my own space for a long time. I guess growing up, um, me and my sister we shared one room. My brother had his own room. <laughs> oh yeah, I have t- two sisters and one brother, um, so we were always in like close corners um, growing up. Um, my parents, they worked the majority of the times, um, but they still made time for us, and definitely were always providing. Um, for us also growing up I had my grandmothers stay with us up until I was maybe six Um, and then they went back home and I guess throughout my childhood there was so many people coming in in and out of my house because my dad is like a very caring person so um, when people were coming from Nigeria they would spend they would spend like two or three years in my house in my little wow. townhouse so yeah it was it was always a busy house and still to this day my house is a still busy house, house. <laughs> <laughs> um so from that you can tell I'm very family oriented yep yeah so I guess going into the next question would be what are some good and bad things you learned from your parents okay Um, so some good things, but this could also be a good and bad. Um, I was raised to be very independent. Um, my mom always wanted me to know how to do things for myself. So I was always raised to just be very independent. So I guess that's a good thing. It can be a bad thing, uh, when it gets into me dating, And just with friends sometimes, Uh, my mom feels like I put my friends as my priority sometimes. But I think that's just my spirit. I just have a very caring spirit. Um, So I always try to make time for everybody. Uh, Another good thing I've learned from my mom is um, very hardworking just as I got older. I actually looked up to her with going to school and doing things like that. Uh, this lady has a bachelor's and she has two masters. I'm not sure if she wants to get her doctorate, but she's always been, you know, moving up the scale in life with her jobs and everything. So she's taught me how to be hardworking and just uh, provide for myself, not not leaning on other people for that, mm-hmm. uh, which can also be a downfall because sometimes I don't ask people for help when I need it. You don't like asking for help. Yeah, I hate asking for help. So I mean yeah. but it's just the way I was raised. I was raised to be very independent and yeah. problem solved for myself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um also she showed me how to love uh because you know as as I grew up she yelled at me, don't get me wrong. Y'all she yelled. But <laughs> she always talked to me about things. Um, that I was doing, she always talked to me and talked it through. Um, it's as I got older that I feel like the conversations got harder, um, and we talked a little less. But when I was younger, she always talk, taught me how to do the correct thing or you know, how to apologize, how to, you know, when I'm doing something wrong, why it was wrong. She always explained that to me bad things. Well, Let's hear your good things, and then we'll come back to my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Okay, good things. Okay, number one, uh, I learned how to be hardworking from my parents. They worked so hard to make it here in America off of, like, little to nothing. Especially my dad, like, little to nothing. Like, he worked hard. Um, so, he definitely has... Pass that on to me and my siblings. Also, they definitely had taught me morals. Um, mainly from my dad, like how to treat people well. Mm-hmm. Um, always respect your elders. From both my parents, respect your elders. Um, overall, just like the Igbo community has taught me that. like You need to respect your elders because they do give off blessings. They, mm-hmm. they do, you know, that type of stuff. They have also... Wow, this is hard. Hard, (laughs) yeah. Um, You gotta think about your whole life. Like, it's hard. it is. (laughs) It is. We're struggling, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Definitely, they have put faith. Like, um, they passed the Christian faith on to me. And I feel like that has made me a stronger person. Um... With just like everyday struggles and depending on him, so yeah, they built that foundation. So that's uh, that's amazing. I don't think I have any more good right now, but I'm gonna be so upset later. Yeah, when you when listen you to think it about times. it and we listen to it, so I'm the, I mean, I, when I go back to listening to it, I always be like, oh, I should have said, said that. this, or, yeah, ooh, mm-hmm. I said that kind of wrong, but that's what's raw about it. Yeah. Literally, we sit and have the conversation. Yeah. We don't have it before we sit down. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about this week. This week has been, (laughs) for real. Okay. Because I feel like, I feel like our conversations sum up our week. What has been going on? Even though we thought about this, like, this conversation sparked from the relationship conversation. We're like, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. And then this week, like all these things about upbringing, identity. Your pants have caused us trouble. This week, (laughs) you know, it's so funny how it all works. Um, But yeah, like overall, like what has been your observation from this week? Okay. So this week um, has been a rough week for me, Uh, family wise. So, I've started dating again, and um, we all know how it is when you start dating somebody, and I'm a very very close to my mom, as I said before, and so I tell her a lot of things um, and I express to her, you know um about my dating life, and she doesn't approve. Um, And she decided to express her opinion to me about that. Hmm. Of how she didn't approve of who I was dating. We got into an argument, you know, and I just felt... She said some hurtful things. She called me um, naive and just a, a lot of hurtful things to me. And, you know, I was angry I was upset. I kind of yelled. She yelled. We argued. And the next day, you know, my mom texted me and I didn't really feel I find that that generation of parents, they don't really they don't really uh apologize well mm. when they do something to us yeah. and when it's something big. It's kinda like they just want to brush it under the rug or yeah. you know brush it off and just talk to us like everything's fine, yeah. um and our generation we kind of want to talk about it we kinda we want we want to fix it, we want to express our opinion we're so expressive, mm-hmm. whereas you know when they were younger, they were not that expressive to their parents, which you can kinda see in their relationships now? I can't speak for everybody. Yeah. But I can speak for most people, even with friends that I've talked to. And with with that, um I'm a very expressive person, so now that I'm getting older I express my opinion more to my mother. And I think it's kind of I think it kinda of takes her back sometimes. Because they, they get they're shocked that you're this vocal Yes. Yeah. Like And they see it as disrespect, but I'm really just trying to express how I feel. Right. And you're getting to an age where you can do that. It's not like, I gotta sit here and, like, yes, we still gotta obey our parents, but it's like, I'm an adult, you're an adult. We can talk like adults. Mm -hmm. You don't have, like, I'm not a child where you just yell at me and I gotta sit here and just, like, take it. Yes. (laughs) I don't gotta (laughs) take it, you know? Um, I would say one thing that even though, um, you are you're having issues with your mom. It's still beautiful that you can like talk with her like mm. that. Cause a lot of a lot of girls um, they can't communicate with their mom. That's why they hide things. Mm. Um, that's why they don't talk about it, and sometimes they don't even know how to go through life as a woman because they don't because communicate they don't. with their mom. Yeah. I would say, like that's that was what happened with me. I never talked to my mom about anything, and the one time that I did like express everything, it was like it's not something she grew up on, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it was like it was shocking to her. Um, <laughs> so I, that's something I really like would like learn, or I would want to um, do with my daughters is mm-hmm. be able to communicate everything. Like, a lot of the things that our parents do now, that we feel is not good, like, we have to, like, okay, when I stop, when I become a parent, I want to do it differently. I want to be... Yes. hmm You know. I, that's how I take the bad. Like, okay. mm Y'all know how to communicate in, in a marriage sometimes. Like, the communication skills can lack when it comes to yes. marriage. Yes. Um, so, that's something that I would want to work on. And also with the kids, like, just being involved. Yeah. I think. That's yeah. one thing I can say that my mom was very involved. She used to take me to the library. Mm-hmm. Every night we sat down and we worked on homework. Mm-hmm. Even if I was crying and upset, she made sure um, that I was always doing what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and spent time with me. That's... Yeah, So that's kind of shocking Like, I mean to me it's shocking that your mom Would think that you're naive And reckless and all this stuff When she raised you in that type of way Where it's like she communicated with you Y'all had a relationship Mm -hmm. So I don't know y'all I think I'm just getting older And And it's just hard to see me dating It's (laughs) hard to see that Like oh my god She's gonna have her own family one day I think our parents also realized, like, wait, I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes. <laughs> yes. My mom, I think she was, what, what, what do they call it? Empty nest. Um... Oh, I know what you're saying. Yes. When everybody starts moving out yeah. and Because, being on I their mean, own. me and my brother, if we're out for too long, she would just blow up. Hmm. You guys need to come home Mine, now. too. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Huh? <laughs> Why? <Hey. laughs> or were you guys at work? <laughs> like, <what? laughs> it's like, yeah, you're getting older, and sometimes it's like they want to know that you're there, that you're still their child. Yes, but we're not children anymore. Yep. we are adults, mm-hmm. and we're we're getting into those years where. We're about to be, like, almost 25. <laughs> 25 is not old. That's our mid-20s. <laughs> when I get to 30, I, I still would think I'm young when I'm 30. Oh, yeah, we're still going to be young. Don't, <laughs> don't worry. We're still going to be young, but it's just like, oh, my God, then we're going to be graduated and... Ooh. In our careers, and who knows who's going to be engaged? Cause mm-hmm. Somebody will. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I'm trying to – I pray a lot, so I'm seeing that, like, I just have to forgive. And like you said when I talked to you this week, mm-hmm. pray for my relationship with my parents. Pray for my parents. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed a lot of uh, my mom. She doesn't know how to let go of things, so her anger is constantly like she, it's like it's like it's like that, it's, mm-hmm. it just switches on like it. And she recalls things that happened years ago. So I, I'm learning that. I feel like that has from looking at her um, actions when it comes to like not forgiving mm-hmm. people. I've learned, okay, I don't want that. I don't want to, like, when it comes to people, mm-hmm. I don't want to continue hating them and looking at them like they're, yeah. you know. I think my problem is forgiving myself for mm-hmm. certain things. That's where my forgiveness is a problem. But forgiveness for other people, I think I have learned over time. I'm not going to hold on to that because that's just going to make me feel terrible. Like, they could care less about me. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I'm continuing to be upset with them, I'm just hurting myself. Right. So I I pray that my mom she learns to forgive people better. Like she just for, she just she got to forgive people. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's and especially when you get older, like you you become an older person. I feel like when you when you're mentally not stable. Mm-hmm. It makes old age worse. Mm-hmm. You that? That, that, that? Yeah. I, I, you know, our parents, like I said, their generation is different. They don't focus on mental health. Yep. They don't even, like, they don't think it's a thing. They don't think it's... um they they find i feel like some people find it as a attention thing or hmm. like self-centered thing i think it goes far beyond that it comes from trauma it comes from even words that people say yeah Growing up i have always been like a plumpy girl or if they would say like oh i was chubby she she just always brought it up like constantly like oh, you shouldn't be eating that, you're too big, you're this, you're that. Mm -hmm. Even aunt saying, oh, you're so big, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, like, if it was a compliment or a bad thing. Sometimes, like, in in the African culture, there's some people that are like, yeah, being a big girl is good. Some (laughs) people think it's a bad thing, especially Mm -hmm. when you're in America, it's, like, a bad thing. Um, So that has affected me when it comes to, like, just... My healthy living, like, and also my mental, like, mm-hmm. I always thought I was fat. There was never a time that I didn't think I was fat. And now that, like, I'm coming to a place of okay with however my weight is, mm-hmm. I look back at pictures from, like, 2017, and I'm like, wow, I was skinny. And I thought I was fat through that whole, like, I never saw myself as skinny or Because that's like what that. people tried yeah, to Yeah, that's just, see, like, right? that's just what they embedded in my head. Like, you're a big girl. Mm -hmm. You're you're a big girl. Like it's not good to be a big girl. Not good to, you know that type of stuff. Instead of saying like, oh you have to be healthy. Like my mom now she yeah eat healthy. Yeah eat eat healthy. Yeah Yeah, it's like now she tells us like oh diabetes in the family like eat better. Mm -hmm. I get that. But when you call me fat, when you call me, oh you know like that type of stuff. It's just and also when she talks about my dad, it's just like I, you know. So it's negative, negative... When you say negative things about people... It becomes their perception of their yep. self. You are literally feeding... You know, it goes into that thing where you're, you're feeding them negativity. Mm-hmm. And that's what they see. Yeah. You know, you feed somebody positivity, that's what they're going to see. That's how they're going to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like that... You know how your parents always tell you you are who you hang around. Mm-hmm. It it's literally like that, but yeah. the, of course, they may not see it that way. But yeah, of course, <laughs> I don't know when they're going to be able to communicate with us where we're on the same level. Mm. I I think I think with my parents um, when I move out. I, oh, have, I have my own. I have me too. a salary. <laughs> all that stuff. They're going to res- like. It's gonna be better. It's gonna be better because mm-hmm. I see that with my older sister how they yep. like they respect her. Like they respect her privacy and all that stuff and like what she's doing. I I see that, but I guess still living under their roof. So since they're still paying for my school fees, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're you're still my child. And then yeah. I get that. I, I get that, that. too. Yeah. The whole living at home thing is what really, like, stretches the relationship. It's like all your life as a kid when you're living at home, you know, like, I have to obey my parents. You know, I need to do what they ask. I have to respect their house. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just as you get into an adult, like, I realized when I turned 21, it was like, oh. I had to actually remind myself, like, I don't have to tell my mom everywhere I'm going. I don't have to do this. I'm actually an adult. I don't have to ask them, can I go here? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, now, I mean, I I have that relationship with my mom where I actually do tell her like, oh, I'm hanging out with such and such or I'm going here. Um, I'll tell her where I'm going, but I don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. All I have to obey is Coming in her house at the time—that's respectful. Mm. But other than that, I don't have to do that. Yeah, it's just me being feeling—I feeling like I have to. If that makes sense. Yeah. Tell her. Makes sense. And of course, she feels like I have to because I'm still in her house. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The day I move out, I think it would be a good day. For me and my mom, <laughs> I'm serious. Me too. I think it's, me too. I think it will make our relationship better mm-hmm. because now she'll see like, okay. I don't think she sees me. I don't think any of them see me as responsible or anything like that. I think they just see me as the youngest child. Still, oh, you're you, know? the, you are the youngest, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's never like even when I'm like I go to work or something, they'll be like, Where's Chitima? Where's should' Where's Chitima? Like constantly, and sometimes you'll yell at me, Why are you coming? I'm like, I was at work, <laughs> I'm coming back from work, I'm coming back from school, <laughs> like, I still go to school, yeah. You know, it's like, I was like, You know. are the youngest, yeah. so they're gonna see you as the baby. Mm-hmm. I'm the oldest, y'all. <laughs> this old, this oldest child thing, is hard. But I know being the youngest can be hard too. But see, y'all get babied What? Y'all get spoiled too, the babies of the family. Mm, I'm not really spoiled, not at all. Mm. I'm not by your siblings. Okay, my siblings. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not okay. talking about like by your parents. Okay. <laughs> I mean by siblings, because I know how I am with my brother now, mm-hmm. so. I know you, and you have three who could, yeah. (laughs) I I would say they don't spoil me, but they support me when it's necessary, (laughs) which is all the time. Hey, but but you have that blessing. Yeah. You have a blessing too. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. No, I'm just saying like, yeah, of course I have a blessing. But I'm just saying like you, you have extra hands on deck. Like, when you're the youngest. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying, because my mm-hmm. sister feels that way. She's like, yeah. I wish I had an older sibling who would pay for this and pay for mm-hmm. that. And I always tell her, I was like, look, when me and Ruth become rich and famous, <laughs> don't worry about nothing. <laughs> rich and famous in the Lord. <laughs> rich the in Lord. spirit. <laughs> the Lord will provide. Yes, Always. But, um, yeah, I, okay, I get that. As mm. an older, woo, I know y'all have oh, bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we have to set the example and, uh, oh, my gosh, that weight alone is a lot. Mm. Like, whew. And I think also, you know, being the older sibling, I'm like, all right. Sometimes when I'm talking to my mom or anything, I'm like, all right, let me just do this. My brother is here. Let me act this way because he's here. Um, which is another reason why I need to move out. So. Ooh, okay, siblings. Let's talk about siblings. Oh, okay. Um, so you already <laughs> said how many you have. Uh, but I have two brothers. I have one on my mom's side who is seven, as you guys know. I said it about four times. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> and then I have a 17-year-old brother on my dad's side who uh, we actually recently just started being close again. Um, and, yeah, I would say that the weight of me being in the oldest child is on both sides, especially with me having a Puerto Rican family. And then being African American, having you know the black side of my family and the Puerto Rican side, they both are mm-hmm. hold me to such a high standard um, that sometimes it's a lot of pressure on me to live up to. Uh, but I try. I work hard. I try. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have a very close relationship with both of my brothers. Um, I check on my 17 year old brother a lot just because he's older and he's getting into things and I'm trying Mm -hmm. to make sure he stays on the right track. Mm -hmm. As far as my seven year old brother, um, I just make sure I have outings with him every month or sometimes I take him to, you know, holiday parties at my job. Um, I just try to make sure I spend time with him when he's younger because that's what kids remember. Yeah. So that's my dynamic with my siblings. Well, my siblings, they're all nutcases. Oh, (laughs) yeah, they are. I love your siblings. (laughs) I love them too, but they're crazy. Um, (laughs) I think, yeah, my siblings, um, they play a big part in like my growth and even the wisdom I've gained um, in certain things. I think I, growing up, I was so intrigued by like all my siblings' like personalities, mm. and their lives. I was so into my sis, my older sister's life. Oh lord! That's why I like. <laughs> that's why I was obsessed with B2K, Usher, all of them. <gasps> like as I'm like probably like seven, six at that time, mm-hmm. and kids like me were still watching cartoons, and I was over there watching MTV. Uh, and you know like doing all the dance moves looking at the posters and all that stuff so i felt like i grew up early just because i was so intrigued by their life by mm-hmm. um yeah me and my brother my brother he had a childhood like he lived <laughs> a cartoons. <lot> of cartoons <laughs> <laughs> and my older sister they used to fight over the tv like he would want to watch oh, his Lord. cartoons and she would want to record you know the the um we call it the awards and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember this one time they were like fighting so bad, and I remember my grandmother. She was like crying when she was leaving to go back to Nigeria, cause she was like, "I don't want her to kill him. I don't want her to kill him." Oh my god! <laughs> cause they used to fight so bad, but um, <gasps> <laughs> yes, over the years we definitely um, got closer. I know. I I didn't talk to him about boys, none of that. Like until high school, mm. like I, I was I was still in like middle school, and both my sisters went off to college. Actually, my older sister I was like in elementary when she went off to college, and then my second sister when I was like in middle school. So there was a big, and they moved far. Like well, not far. Like my older sister moved to Philly. And then my second sister moved to D.C. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, it was rare to have, um, a relationship with them at that time. Yeah. So, and me and my brother became really close around that time. Like, now, when you see us, we're always together. Our Literally, our friend group are... It's mixed in. Mixed in. <laughs> <laughs> and people would call us twins or something. You know, like, that's how close we are. Um... But, yeah, like, I mean, both my sisters came back. Um, I definitely got closer with them. They taught me a lot. And just like me and my brother's life is mixed in, so are my sister's lives mixed in with mine, you know? Right. Like, it's like mm-hmm. everybody everybody who's in our life um, becomes a brother or sister. Mm. So, especially for my brother being the only boy. A lot of his guy guy friends have become our brothers, right? So, um, yeah, I would say that's like, yeah. I think each of us have um, a great relationship with, with each other. Like, I think yeah, yeah I think they're. All I like, see like, that. Yeah, I mean, you can tell. You can tell. It's like good. Mm-hmm. Can tell. Like, him and him and the uh, drama are different. Me and Jhama are different. And you and your brother are different. Yeah, me and him are different. <laughs> and then Adana and Rooster are different. Like, they're uh, okay. very similar. Adana and Chong are like best friends. Me and Adana is like a mom and daughter situation. Literally, she's oldest and youngest. I yeah, mm-hmm. so for the most part, she is like my second mom. <laughs> That's my life, y'all. <laughs> yeah, like, you're, mm-hmm. you're like joining. I'm mom. like second mom to both of them. oh the both of them? yeah so. What are the type of parents we want to be? I know that... I know I want to follow my parents' footsteps with... We have dinner almost every night together. But on Sundays, we always have dinner together. Um, So we have dinner together almost every night. I would love to have that in my household. But if it doesn't work that way, then Sundays are fine. Um, So I know I want to have... uh, I want to, you know, do the holidays really big. Uh, That's how it always was in my family. And that's something that I loved. I want to be a caring spirit. You know, I want to communicate with my kids and let them know they can always come and they can talk to me. You know, I want them to play sports so I can support them. Or just, it doesn't even have to be sports, it can be art, it can be anything that they are into. I want to be involved in. Um, And I always just want to know more about, I want to have an open relationship with my kids Um, and my husband. I want my husband and I to show my kids what love is, you know, what that looks like, what a healthy relationship looks like. Because I feel that's important um, for kids to know and see as they get older. Um, So my husband out there, I want a healthy relationship. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's the type of dynamic I think I want to have. I want to take family trips every year um, and have, you know, like this board up. I have a Pinterest of stuff I want to do for my family. Yes, already. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> uh, I think, for the most part, I'm constantly thinking about my future family. Um, I think that's why it's so important for me to grow um and make changes in my life constantly because I don't want to carry nothing into my marriage mm-hmm. or into my fam into my like kids that would hinder them from being great. Yes. Um I know this is something that I, I firmly like believe is like um both me and my husband a lot of things that we hold on to needs to be broken before having kids because I mean, mm-hmm. generational curses are real yes um and sometimes we can't sometimes we won't be able to help it but like it it happening um but that's something i constantly pray for like i will be the best mom to my my kids like yes. I'll make the best decisions. Um, Let like God move through it with my parenting skills, <clears throat> and also, like, you know, I don't know how I'm gonna be as a parent. Uh, that's why it's like it's it's always taken up into prayer, <clears throat> and also trying to make changes with things that I I know is not healthy for me. Um, I'm just trying to make the change now. Yeah. Yeah. We need to let we lo- I mean, I think that's for everybody. Mm-hmm. We need to heal a lot of relationships and let a lot of things go and forgive. Mm-hmm. Like you said, so that doesn't flow into our lives as we get older. Right. Because that can really hinder <coughs> us from our blessings. Yeah. And hinder us from, like, hinder our kids yeah. from doing things. Yeah. Like yeah. Because they are really a part of you. Yeah. I know this is something I constantly pray for. Like, a better relationship with my mom. Mm -hmm. Because, um... I don't like being disrespectful to her. I don't like being upset with her. I don't like not being able to communicate with her. So, because it's something that I want. I've always wanted that. Like, I would see girls be able to talk to their mom about anything then be able to go out with their mom and do cool stuff. I'm just, like, I'm hoping that when I move out and I begin my life, I can be able to do that with my mom. Like, go get our nails done together and us talk, go on spa days and talk. Like, I'm just waiting for that time. I don't know. If she's, she don't see me as an adult, and that's the reason why she treats me like the way she treats me. Mm-hmm. Um. So... That's something that I, I'm just constantly praying for because I know I want to do that with my daughter, mm-hmm. so she feels comfortable with me and she feels knows that I love her. Um, I think for the most part, I learned love through my dad. My dad, <laughs> he was like my mom, like he was a mom and a dad. Not to be shady to my mom, she's still a loving. She can, she's still a loving person. It just, and just shows it different. She shows it differently, mm-hmm. and I think my dad showed me. That, like, that genuine, like, that love that I I, I wanted. So, um, yeah. And I'm just hoping that my husband is like my dad. Like, my dad loves people. Like, he loves people. He loves helping people. He loves encouraging people. He loves giving advice to people. I think that's why me and my siblings can be like this sometimes. Like, we're just like, you gotta do it. You gotta, you know, Mm -hmm. just like, so, (laughs) you know. Um, Because of him and because of people in my family back in Nigeria, Um, they're just so happy. Um, And I just want my family to be happy like that and so strong in faith. I know when my sister had that accident, people didn't think she was going to make it like at all. You know, crying like, but for some reason, yes, we were hurt, but nobody thought she was done. Like, nobody, like, me and my brother were talking about the other day, like, he's like, wow, we never thought that trauma wasn't going to make it. It was just, like, all we thought about was her recovery. How's that recovery? And she recovered in, like, two Mm -hmm. months. (laughs) Like, that's what it felt like. In two months, she was up and moving and walking. So, um, I learned that faith from my family as well. Like, just never giving up never giving up that's why like, when people (laughs) I talked about this earlier when people said you gotta be realistic about the situation no I don't I don't that's how much faith I got in God that he's gonna make the impossible happen sometimes that's what it takes to move for real for things to move for things to move move is have that yo like have that faith Faith, yes yo faith like it says in the bible faith can move mountains that's what got me through a f- faith of a mustard seed can move Mm-hmm. So right, that's that's what help you get through. Mm-hmm. Be I mean like being told you might not have kids. Kids are my joy. Like right. So for me to be told something like that, you know, in the midst of you know literally minutes before I'm having my surgery, mm-hmm. and me being like okay, like, it's fine. Just, you know, if I can't have kids, it is what it is. It's God's plan. And if I can, you know, it's God's plans for, for me. Um, I can't have kids. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just being told those things, I feel like those are your tests. Yes. You know, one day you're going to live to be the encouragement to somebody else who yes are going through those same things that you went through. It's really amazing to think about like everything that I've been through just even this year alone. These past 3 years <laughs> have been hard. So and I see I see the the change like it's crazy. Yeah, it's very crazy. It literally brings me to tears yeah. cuz I can't believe it. But um yeah, I would say faith keep it and yeah. if you haven't found it, build it because Sometimes that's all it's going to take to get you through. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's all you need to be your to, next step. or to conquer anything. Yeah. All you need is faith. Mm-hmm. Yes. Having faith in yourself. Yep. I mean, like, mm-hmm. saying, I'm going to pass that test. Yep. I'm going to become a singer. I'm going to be a big-time producer. I'm yes. like, you have to speak it. It says in the Bible that... The power the, of your tongue. The power of your tongue. Like mm-hmm. your tongue is so powerful mm-hmm. that it can do so much. Mm-hmm. And you you said something about like like being able to um, help people through your your my um, test your test. Mm-hmm. That's also in the Bible too, <laughs> where it says the the word your the um. What's going to defeat the enemy defeat evil defeat anything is your testament your testimony and the blood of Jesus yes so your testimony is a big part of somebody else's life what you have what you've been through is going to help somebody, somebody else yes. overcome something mm-hmm. so it's very <clears throat> important to not just be quiet about your blessings and to not just keep it all to yourself and be like I'm blessed I don't need nothing. Mm-hmm. No. no, you out. You're supposed to be out there telling, telling, Mm-hmm. talking. If you were somebody who had breast cancer and you overcame it, you're supposed to be in a hospital giving people faith. Like, hey, this happened to me. Yes. Like, like I'm telling you, like get into that 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 place that that um, that field that you have a testimony for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I always just, I always want to be a mentor. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know kids are my passion, but um, that's why I'm here for her boldness. (laughs) Because I just, you know, women need this. Mm -hmm. They need someone there. Um, I think with with myself, like my self-issues that I've had over the time. I think is a testimony to other people. Like, mm-hmm. with my mental health issues and also my self-doubt, um, not loving myself over time, um, is going to be a, a help to somebody else. And that's, like, I feel like with her bonus, everybody's going to find what it is that they have a passion for and what they have yes, um, to, to speak on and... Yeah, like bringing women together to do this is so powerful because mm-hmm. our daughters are gonna need it. Because this world, this world is is um, is mean. <laughs> this world is mean. Yeah. And um, over time, women have definitely struggled with trying to find a voice in it, and yes, we gotta keep we gotta keep it keep it moving. <laughs> we gotta improve it. Like our daughters are gonna come and be like, "Wow, my mom did this." Wow, this dark skinned woman. Like, I remember growing up, there was no dark skinned woman that I could have looked up to and be like, I want to be, like, be her. like her. Now mm-hmm. there's people in movies, people in modeling, people like all over that are being inspiration mm-hmm. and being role models and all of that stuff. Like, it's so beautiful to see that. Yes. And I'm, I'm praying for the next generation that they can be as powerful as we are being right now. Invulnerable. Oh my gosh! Invulnerable. (laughs) Being vulnerable is is being able to 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 speak your testimony. Yeah, you have to be vulnerable to get to that point. Being bold, being vulnerable is being bold. Uh, yeah, (laughs) definitely. So, oh man, wow! This this podcast episode was actually really good. Yeah, It's actually. You know how we walked in? We're like, oh my gosh, we're going to talk about this. But I don't even think we talk bad about... Mm-mm. We just told our truth. We told our truth. Because mm-hmm. we prayed before. Yes, 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 yes. I'm telling you. Wow, God. Really, he really guided our, our whole conversation. Yes. Come <laughs> oh. guys. Okay. Wow. All right, you guys. Um, okay, we yeah. have to come up with a question now. Overall question for the boat squad. What is it? Okay, what has your parent slash upbringing taught you question mark? Oh taught you in life question mark and how does that affect your parenting style or like the way you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that first part would be just fine. Oh, that's it. Okay. So how has your um, upbringing? upbringing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How has your upbringing? What has your, you said, has your upbringing yeah. taught? Yes. What has your upbringing taught Thank you? you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Alrighty then. Yeah, that's... Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? To talk about y'all parents. hmm <laughs> <laughs> Slash upbringing. <laughs> Yeah, this is not an easy conversation. Uh, see you guys. Um, thank you for, you know, listening in on our rant and and ups and downs. And yes. All, all of that stuff. Um, please follow our Instagram, herboldness underscore... Uh, start your bold squad with your girl get it started yes. and start a conversation we we gotta be out here you know really connecting with um and bonding with our friends that we surround ourselves with so yeah girl be bold be beautiful and live your life <laughs> all right bye. bye <laughs>